Warehouse is the big Love one. Talk Radio. We'll have to talk after. Oh, today I got a suit out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome everyone to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainy Hale. So this is, of course, has to be Horse Thursday. Today is Thursday, January 5th. Welcome everyone to 2023. Um, Super happy to be with you all here uh, this kind of cold and windy Thursday um, from the Portland area. Um, And I'm happy to have my co-host with me today. We'll say hi to them in a minute. But before we do, I'd like to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. You almost always are going to have um, a website or an event coming up or a great new tool that we have, they've just talked about that Cindy's going to tell us about. So you you want to you want to be ready to write that down so you um, so you're ready for that when we talk about it. And please press one on your phone if you have any questions, comments, testimonials. Um, we really love to hear from you. And as you all know, it's a really big part of what our show is about is. Um, getting questions from you and hearing your stories. We really only want to talk about the stuff you guys want to hear. So the, the more you can tell us what that is, the, the more we'll talk about that. Um, and, and we do use Facebook a lot for that uh, because we know a lot of you listeners um, don't listen live. You listen to the recording, so that's hard to call in. So definitely use that IBD um, Facebook page and chat with us. If there's questions you've got, we, we look there to see if there's, if there's good questions going on um, that need to be brought here because then we can kind of dive a little deeper into um, explaining them. But you can always directly ask us a, a question on that Facebook page as well. So uh, please use that. Uh, all right. Um, really quick before I say hello, I want to remind everyone just for this show, we do have to keep it to um, stories, questions, anything like that to horses with the horse unit and um, really stay away from any kind of medical type questions. So, um, all right. Well, with that, I'm going to say good morning to Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Rainy. Hi, everybody. And Happy New Year. (laughs) All right. And we've got Tiff with us this morning, too. Hi, Tiff. Good morning. Back in western Colorado, I just got back from the Midwest visiting my family, and so it's good to be here on the show. Great to have you. All right. Well, yeah, you um, Cindy, had some snow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There is parts of this country that just got dumped on. We have friends in the Tahoe area that were just, just daily, yeah. <laughs> they were sending us pictures. Um, yeah. All right. So, Cindy, I know you had some things to, to start us off with today. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, well, the first thing is is that you, you know um, I know not everybody looks at their Beamer mail, uh, 
Not everybody looks at the uh, back office, but we know that the cor- there's a corporate newsletter that comes out every month at the beginning. It's usually on the first of the month, and it was right on time for the first of the year. And, you know, they always go down by sections. There's from Albert and, and uh, marketing and, you know, various sections, and one of them, of course, is for equine. And so when you when you click on that one, uh, what you'll find is it's a good tool. Um, <clears throat> we've had the individual videos about um, uh, the breeding stallions in Germany and the um, anesthesia report or study from the clinic in Germany. Um, but those are two of the uh, veterinarians that came over to be part of the um, equine veterinary um, conference in San Antonio in November um, that we're at, and then also Dr. Melissa King, the lead research veterinarian for the Colorado State University um, Veterinary School study on back pain. So those three um, doctors hosted or emceed by Dr. Burka had each day at the veterinary conference on both Saturday and Sunday, they had uh, like half an hour or went a little bit over (coughs) combined presentation. Um, And so this was the video um, from that. It's only, they condensed it down to about 25 minutes. You know, Dr. Burka opens it up. but I think it's, um, it's a very good tool. So you can find it by clicking. You'll be able to see it for yourself in, um, you know, in, as part of the newsletter. Um, and then also if you go to our life.beamergroup.com, you know, standard website and go on the equine section, it's the first, um, first entry um, that they posted right there on that website. It says, Beamer Physical Vascular Therapy Research in Equine Medicine presented at the AAEP in San Antonio. So I highly recommend that you look at that yourself. It's, you know, it's informative. I think, you know, you can definitely use that. I'm sure at some point it'll get onto the Beamer Share um, and maybe be uh, in the back office. But right now, uh, those are the two places you can find it, on the life.beamer group, as well as uh, in the, as part of the corporate newsletter. So I think uh, you can see that, that, that it's good in terms of providing us credibility. It's subjective. It's not coming from a marketing point of view. It's done... Remember that the majority of people at this conference were veterinarians, so you know um, it's very straightforward. So I think um, that will be a, a useful tool to add in some circumstances. Um, I know that um, I will provide it to my um, certainly also to my customers. We don't want to forget just because we've sold them a Beamer. Don't want to forget that you want to keep them updated with information, you know, how to do the battery reset, uh, how to use the cuffs in different places, things like that. Keep them apprised because customers um, are a great source of uh, referrals for you and then how they use their beamers. I mean, obviously, you can't can't force people, but you can train them well and how they use their beamers on their horses in public. is is going to be picked up by a lot of people. Um, so 
and particularly if those customers are offering sessions. So we want to make sure that the information out there is as accurate as possible. And you want to make sure that your customer knows that you're interested in uh, their horse getting the most out of using the set. So um, anyway, these kinds of new tools are not just for you to use with prospects. I highly recommend you keep your customers apprised of what's going on. Um, because as compared to other products that are in the marketplace, which we know are not as good and don't do the same thing as Beamer, um, you know, you don't see other products doing this kind of um, research that validates what, in fact, their devices do. And so that's one of the differentiating factors with Beamer. So um, I don't know, Rainy or Tiff, if you've had a chance to look at that or if you have any comments about that. I don't, other than I saw it was there, and I'm looking forward to, to watching it. Um, I, you know, yeah, as you know, my, my Thursdays are my catch-up day. <laughs> so um, I saw yeah. it there, and I was excited to see it there, both for my own self, because I definitely wanted to see it, and um, for being able to share it, too. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's 25 minutes. So, you know, not it's not a whole hour or anything like that. Um, so, um if, yeah, if there's nothing else to uh, uh, to talk about for that, I'm going to switch horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, and I was actually going to say, before you start on that one, that's going to be a bigger conversation. I just wanted to talk a little bit, because you mentioned it, too, when you were talking about making sure our customers know about battery and stuff, because there is more conversation, again, about the battery um, in, on the Facebook page. And so um, mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that, you know, we've talked about it a lot on this show, but I just want to mention, that, you know, again, really quick, um, definitely, you know, hot and cold weather will make it drain faster. Um, and if you're having any any questions about your battery, like if things are one one cuff or the blanket or one's draining faster than the other or you thought it was full and then all of a sudden the next time you went there it was empty, Try the first thing you should try for any of that stuff is the battery reset. Um, and, and you can you can find um, instructions how to do that, and that's a good thing to share, too. You can find instructions on that on the back office and on the Facebook page under the files. There's a lot of great information there. So we've talked about it, like I said, a lot on the show, but I just thought it would bear repeating because it's a subject that keeps coming up on that Facebook page. So. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it last week, I think, too, here. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So, um, yeah. Please make sure you know that, and please share that with your customers. Um, so what else was kind of was interesting on uh, off of the Facebook page this um, just recently was um, someone right, um, asking in general to say, how far away should I stand when I'm giving a horse a session in terms of, you know, the PEMF? And, and how far, um, you know, am, if I'm doing multiple sessions on a horse, am I getting too much of the PEMF? Um, and there was a wide range of comments. So that's really why I wanted us to talk about it today. But, but first off, that's, that's a great uh, segue into saying if you have a B-scan, which you can buy as a separate little accessory for the human set, then you can see how far out the mid, you know, the uh, greatest portion of the uh, electromagnetic field emanates off of the blanket. Um, some people like to stand close to the horse for reassurance, 
and um, some people want to stand back. But there, but it's not. Some of the answers were that were all over the place. Were making it sound like because uh, the horse blanket is not for humans, it's just, it's the signal is configured for the horse's body. But that doesn't mean that it's a whole lot stronger. If you look, and this is also information that's available, you know, through our, our all of our training, and I think in the library and Facebook page, if you look at the intensities, or and I'm focusing just on the blanket here because we know that the cuffs are three times stronger. The the horse blanket starts out at 10 microtesla. Well, how does that compare to the human bee body? The human bee body starts out at 3.5 microtesla. So the human unit starts much lower. And the horse unit is not quite, but approximately three times uh, stronger intensity to start. But program one, it goes up to 20 microtesla. Well, there's no exact equivalent in the human. That's one of the differences. You know, they don't match up in the different increments of microtesla. But so program one between 10 and 20 microtesla, that's still very low. That would be comparable to, you know, levels, intensity levels, you know, roughly, not exactly, three, four, five range for a human. Uh, program two goes from 10 microtesla to 30 microtesla on the horse blanket. And program three goes from 10 microtesla up to 35 microtesla. Now, 35 is the same maximum as on the human unit for um, the bee body. Um, but again, it's starting at a higher at a higher intensity, and it it's going. And the way that the signal goes through the different intensity level ranges is different for the horse than it is for the human. If you were someone who was super sensitive, um, you would, and you were saying, if I'm standing next to, you know, I'm working with horses and doing multiple sessions all day and standing next to horses, um, then in fact it would make sense if if uh, if you wanted to limit what your own exposure was, that you'd stand back a ways, and that's where the B scan is a good tool. But I want to get away from the idea of saying. Um, you know, it's so much stronger because it's for a bigger animal who has a larger uh, volume of blood. That's just, you know, that's not accurate <laughs> as to what's going on. Uh, Rainy, and I know, you know, you say things a little differently, but you and I were talking about this beforehand. So do you want to chime in on that? Yeah, definitely. And I definitely want Tiff to talk about it too. But I, um, you know, I think sometimes where there's some misconception as we talk about horses being having more blood in these bigger bodies and things like that. And, and that's true, but it doesn't necessarily mean they need a stronger signal to do that. So I, I just don't, I don't want people making that correlation. That's, that's where I think there's the, those two things are both true. Uh, or I mean the, 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 that they have more blood is true, but it's not true that they need something stronger to because of that. Um, so I, I think that's where maybe there's a little bit of a misconception, but yeah, I mean, the, the way I talk about it is, is definitely configured different because we know with a human set, 
you know, when we start at intensity one, we know it's 3.5 microteslas and it goes up 3.5 microteslas every intensity. So 3.5, 7, all the way up to 30 to 35. So every every intensity goes up by 3.5 microteslas. So we know that exactly what it what it is. For the horse, we don't quite know that exactly. We just know a range within that program that it is, you know, between 10 and 20, 10 and 30, 10 and 35. Um, but it doesn't go any higher than the than the human unit, I, either the cuff or the um, or the blanket, um, but it doesn't go as low either. So I think that's maybe another misconception that it's higher. It just doesn't go. So you basically, at ten microteslas, you don't have you don't have the choice of intensity one and two. Basically, <laughs> you only have choices yeah. between intensity three and ten. Um, but it doesn't, it's not any stronger. It just doesn't go as low. And so I think maybe that's an easier way for people to, to think about it, that it's not necessarily that it's stronger, but it doesn't go as low. Um, but, yeah. But, but yeah, and I, yeah, the I, plus signal falls on too. Right. So yeah. So you've, absolutely. Um, and then the other, so, so definitely if you are a person that's doing a hundred sessions in a day, that might be something that you want to, to think about. Um, if you're doing one, two, three, or a few, and you're not sitting on your horse or laying on your horse, and you know, then you're probably, I mean, then for most people, unless, like Cindy said, unless you're super sensitive, it's not going to negatively affect you. Um, you definitely are going to probably get some, and if you're, you know, within a few feet, you'll probably get a little bit. But as we know, as the further away you get from the signal, the the weaker it is, um, and um, if using that B scan, you can tell exactly. Even even though that the signal really is going further than the B scan will is telling you, um, because that's not yeah. a super strong signal. Um, and I know Bettina has told me that with the original, with like the Beamer 3000, the scan was the scanner that she got with that one was much more sensitive, and so she could measure a field out even even further. So the field does go further out than the B scan shows you, but it's it's by the time it gets that far out, it's pretty minimal. Um, and so keeping that, keeping that kind of in, in your head too. So um, I have never worried about being too close when I've done, you know, a handful of sessions, um, but something that brings up a good conversation. Um, how about you, Tiff? Have you had experience with this or talked to people about it or any, any insightful thing to share to help people think about it a different way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do kind of. Um, you guys said a yeah. lot of great things, so I'm just going to let that be where it is. And But I would like to add one of the things that I have done with, like, a group of colts or young horses maybe that haven't ever had a blanket on, we'll put it on a thin mm-hmm. start it up, and they'll naturally come to it and wonder what it is, and then they'll, you know, feel the the signal, and they'll wonder, you know, and they're still getting the effects of it like we were just talking about, but it's not on their body because they'll stand next yeah, it's to a it. Great, that's so a great introduction. It's a great, yeah. obviously we want to put it on them at some point, but it's a great introduction, like Cindy said. So that's something to keep in mind too. So you know when you see animals moving towards it, not just in curiosity, but knowing and staying and, and feeling relaxed, they'll start, you know, of course, showing those signs that we look for, which are putting their head down, relaxing, you know, softening their eye, things like that. So that's a good way to to also know that a group of horses can, or, you know, can get introduced to it that maybe have never had a blanket on. 
and you know that also works really well with rescues that are you That's know what really I was say. Uh, yeah really sh- you know yeah, they're good point. To establish the nervous trust about and, being yeah. yeah they don't trust people or things um, and it's a good way for them to kind of uh, be introduced. Yeah, so that's yeah, a good thing. I don't think we place. talked about enough. Yeah, we don't. And I, I've gone, absolutely, and I've gone to a place before that I did some horse sessions for some horses, and then, um, and you know, the woman's like, "Oh, probably shouldn't do uh, anything on that horse." You know, we just got her. She's a rescue. She doesn't really, you know, has they don't know much about her yet or how she was going to react, but she was pretty reactive in general. Um, and so we did that with her too, and it didn't take long. You know, she came right up to it, and then she was. It's funny that it's kind of like they test out different parts of their body facing it. So she like she put her head over it, and then and then she would kind of turn so more more of her shoulder was, and then she was kind of like rubbing up against it. It was like she was testing out like what different parts of her body felt like when it was touching it. It was it was kind of cute to watch, and eventually we were able to to put it on her, and she was fine with it. But yeah, that would have been great to video if you'd known. <laughs> I know it was so unplanned, and I wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> Yeah, really. Well, back just to the intensity, you know, we were talking just about the blanket, and that's really what the focus of that question was. But, um, you know, I think when people, you know, we say this is an animal medical device, it is for horse use, not for people, uh, then people kind of get, you know, they think, oh, well, I can get hurt by it. Um and so it's possible to it's possible to use the human unit too much. And if you've done that and, and you start to over detox, you know right away, hmm, I should have done that. Um, but it, it's kind of a similar situation um, with the horse unit. And what I think is really interesting um, is when you go to the cuff, um, which are intensive applicators, so they're approximately three times stronger. But the maximum uh, intensity level of the cuff, even on level three, program three, is 100 microtesla. The maximum intensity of uh, the uh, B-pad and the B-spot, or the sit intensive applicators, when the plus signal is on, is 150 microtesla. So um, it actually goes stronger on the intensive applicators for people. So I just I really think you know it's absolutely um, critical for me anyway is that every time I sell a horse unit I provide my customer with the intensity chart that's available. Um, it's also in the FAQs if you look at the equine FAQs um, and it differentiates between the blanket and the cuff. I think that's important. Not not. Do all people care? No, but I want to make sure I give them that information. And and I, you know, have taken um, a photocopy of that, and then I tape it inside the um, the user manual. Um, and again, it's something that I provide to everybody. And also, I provide it if I have uh, if I rent out a unit, so that they all have that information. And we just want to make sure that that what we're sharing is is consistent and standard and that people don't, you know, that they don't make up their own, hmm, I don't know that, but this this may be true, and then pretty soon it becomes fact. So um, the more you know, 
the more you can communicate it accurately and the more we can share it among the equine community and, and it'll all it'll all be the same. That's what I want to encourage people to do. Um, so uh, in terms of how you, how close you stand to the horse, obviously it depends on um, what the program is. You know, if you're if it's uh, program one for five minutes and you're doing multiple horses, um, you know, and you can use the B scan to see how far away you might want to stand. Um, you can. It's designed to be able to have you do multiple sessions throughout the day. So hopefully that answers that that question a little more um, thoroughly than. The, than the ones on Facebook, and I'm going to recommend on Facebook that people listen to the recording from today. Um, anything else to add to that, Rainy or Tiff? Yeah, I mean, I guess I can't, not really anything in particular, just kind of remembering that, um, kind of taking that vocabulary out that it's stronger of a signal, because um, that's not really accurate. It's, it's, it's different a signal, it's a different configuration. And it doesn't go as low, but kind of maybe if I can, if I can, like drill anything into your brains, taking away the it is a stronger signal is 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 not an accurate way to describe it. So, um, and yeah, always using that that chart because that really helps explain, especially if people know about the human unit. So if they know what that is, that that chart will be much more. Um, it will help them compare the two, and they'll be able to to see the difference there. Um, and then, um, oh, I just lost my complete train of thought. I was going to say something, but my brain is a little bit gone today. I can't remember. I had something <laughs> really important I was going to share, <laughs> but I don't remember. It'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah. It will. We do have a caller. We do have a caller. So let's see if maybe oh, they want to chat with us. And, and then hopefully my train of thought will, will come back to me. Um, all right, so we've got, um, it looks like Sandra, I think. We've got area code 713. Area code 713, you're live on Block Talk. Hello? Area code 713? Oh, maybe not. Okay, so I'll try, we'll try that back again. But I think that was Sandra, so maybe she's um, had just stepped away or something. So hopefully we can bring her back. Um yeah, gosh, I really wish my brain could come up with that other thing. It was it was it was a in response to something that you said, and I was like, ooh, I do want to talk about that, but <laughs> can't remember. <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't really oh. important. So, <laughs> all right. Well, so I don't have anything really else to chat about today. I'm trying to think. I was thinking there was one other thing um, that we talked that we that was on the Facebook page. Um, that was something that we had talked about. I just wanted to touch on really quick. Um, oh, well, there's obviously there's the picture of um, the cat on the horse beamer. And that's something that, I mean, even Marlies, you know, chimed in and was like, you know, we can't really advertise this because it's obviously off-label use because that's designed only for horses. But we've talked about that on this show. Um, yeah, good luck, you know, getting the cat off it. Good luck keeping my dog off my human unit. Um, but we just can't talk about that you can't talk about how you could you know your cat will love it or your you know things like that but obviously we're not going to stop our customers from doing whatever they're going to do after they buy the horse all we can do is share with them um as much information as we can and and hope that they make the right choices so 
Um, anybody else have anything they want to share today before we before we call it a day? Hmm. Those those were kind of my my points to talk oh. about, and where we do have somebody open. else too. So good. All right. So Yay. we have somebody else. So let's, I'll open their line, and then we'll we'll try to see if we can get Sandra back too. I'll try that one. So we've got area code two one three. Area code two one three. You're live on Blog Talk. Good morning, ladies. This is Dexter. Happy New Year. Hey, Dexter. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm doing very well. I was on the call last week, and I wanted to chime in, and I got my codes confused. I was pushing six, you know, like with some of the conference calls, it's six, 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 six. I'm like, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? And I didn't realize until later, oh, my gosh, it's one with the block talk. But, um, (laughs) you guys, I was there for the – well, first, I just want to thank you for encouraging me to get more and more into the equine unit and learning more about uh, horses. Um, I attended the Equine Academy. I was there and enjoyed it immensely. Uh, Thank you very much. I'm still studying the parts of of horses and, um, you know, the horse side manner and so forth. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know I didn't fall off. Every Thursday now I'm out. (laughs) giving Beamer sessions so the, with the human, human unit, so I'm not able to actually uh, speak because I'm in a loud environment. But I'm there. I'm there most of the day. <laughs> most of the day. Um, and I do have a couple of questions today. Um, Please. Paralleling with the, what you're talking about, uh, the human proximity to the horse or the equine unit when given the sessions, what about other horses? Um, I've never really spent time in a stable. Um, usually, from what I've seen, the horses are like side by side, and, and you know that's how they're configured. The barns are configured. Um, is that a good idea to give the horse session where there's other horses parallel to the horse, or should that session be given away from the other horses? Um, I don't think there's a necessarily 100% right or wrong way, at least from my perspective. I'm sure everyone's got their own opinion on this. They'll, they'll all chime in. Um, but for me, sometimes I like uh, I've done it before and, and more kind of a loose, just in a kind of standing in a paddock area. Um, and I've had horses, you know, come up to the fence line uh, when we're near, and they're like, "What is that?" Kind of like we were talking with Tiff, where they'll come up to the fence and. Um, they can feel it a little bit, you know, they're more sensitive to that and they can kind of feel it happening. And so they're all kind of paying attention. Um, so that's kind of fun to see sometimes. The only thing you might not get is, is if there's a lot of horses or a lot of distraction, you might not see that visual response that we really love to see. And we see it often where they might not fully relax. So you might not see the head drop. You might not see the, you know, the lip smack. You might not see the, the really, the soft ears. If they're being distracted and constantly stimulated, they're, you're not going to, it's still going to be working, but you're just not going to get those visual cues. Um, I don't know, ladies, anything else from you guys? Um, I, I would say that, um, y- you know, this goes back to kind of what Tiff was saying with younger horses or maybe rescue horses in a, in a kind of a herd environment, not necessarily, in, you know, next to each other in, in a stalls or pipe corral, but it's... Um, you know, that other horses are often or generally attracted to it as well. So what I've seen is 
that if one horse, if you had horses in a paddock, again, not stalls, but in and they're all in a paddock together, um, and one horse has the blanket on, other horses will come and stand close because they're attracted to it. So I don't think, so let's say you've got, um, you know, if, if you're dealing with a wooden stall or um, particularly if there's metal stalls, we know that the beamer signal doesn't go through metal. So, you know, the horse next door is not going to even notice anything. But if there was, if it was like um, a pipe corrals or outdoor kind of uh situation. Um, there's nothing wrong with the horse next door getting a little tiny bit of the signal, you know. They'd have to be right up next on, you know, right up to the divider there to get anything. But there's there's no harm to that. Um, and again, it, it's kind of, um, it's an observation that you could make and go, oh, look, you know, there's other people who are lining up that they want this too. So you could kind of maybe use that to your advantage. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that tip? Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I just, you said it well, so I don't have anything to add. Well, good. Cool. <laughs> okay. Does that answer your question, you. It does. It does. It does. And, uh, the second question, you all kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, the difference between the, the human unit and the equine unit, we know that, you know, there's different microtesla. What I've noticed with the human unit, if I don't mention the equine unit, it tends to go really smoothly because I think when they think, you know, horses, they think it's more, you know, stronger and that it may be too powerful for the human. So my question to you is, if I'm working with the horses, what type of um, segue do you use to bridge the human unit to the horse owner where it doesn't frighten them? Because um, someone, well, I won't get into that. Someone showed me this other unit, had nothing to do with Beamer, but it was very rough on the horse. Right, and Beamer doesn't do anything like that to the horse or to uh, the human. So, would you recommend keeping it separate, like just dealing with the horse and handling the horse, and then later on, kind of following up with the human unit? Or no, I I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna jump right in. I'm gonna jump right in. I've never sh- done a demo at a barn where I didn't bring my horse unit. I mean, my human unit. And sometimes to help with that, you know, because there are the people that have seen some of those different devices that are a little bit harder on on, on people and have more restrictions and things like that. Um, and so if you have, if they're able to do their own session and, and they can feel it for themselves, then they know what their horse is feeling as well. So um, it, it takes away any of that fear because not only can they see their horse enjoy it, but they can also, they've been on it themselves and they felt the equivalent for the human version um, that it was soft and gentle and not disruptive in any way. So I don't know if that was, I think is that, was that kind of your question or is there, yeah, go ahead, Sydney. Maybe I, yeah, so I just, I just want to add, I act, this is just my personal um, experience and it's been very effective but I typically will put it on the animal and, of course, not charge them and say, hey, you know, I have this great product. I'd love you to see what it can do. And 
you know, which horse would you like to, to do a session on? I don't even give them really much of an option because obviously they're going to say yes because it's free. And secondly, they want to help their animal. So that's also a win. And when you put it on, I, I typically will do the 10-minute session because the 10-minute, the five-minute session doesn't show much of the relaxation. Whoops. Even oh, though I know the protocol, you know, some of the protocols say five and then 10. My phone cut out or did we lose 10? 10 minutes because we all know it's safe, which what we've been talking about most Hello? of the show. So I do a 10-minute session. And when the person, especially if they're a horse owner or animal lover, they, they see their horse react in a positive way, that is it right there. That establishes the value. And then that segue into talking about the human unit. So if you can show them what it does and how it's reacting to their animal, they're typically, wow, very impressed. Okay, Cindy, how about you? Can people hear me? Hello, hello. I think we're having an issue with blog talk. Um, if anyone can hear me or if the recording is still going, I'm sorry about what's happening here. We will continue this um, conversation next week. We'll pick this back up. I'm sorry, Dexter, um, but we will definitely get back with you and, um, and, and finish this conversation for you next week. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with, with the blog talk uh, site right now. So, um, I apologize to everyone, but we will see you here back next Thursday. We'll pick this conversation back up, and we'll we'll see if we can answer your questions. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week.